This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomowitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with Valentina Magaletti. Valentina has many projects as a percussionist and composer, but for this podcast, we spoke about her duo, Tamaga, which she formed with Tom Rulin. Tom sadly died just before their album, Intimate Immensity, was released. In this episode, you'll hear two tracks from that album. Valentina speaks about the ideas and flavour of each track, how the album was recorded, and how she keeps a microphone with her at all times. I'm uh, Valentina. I'm, I live in London. I'm originally from Italy and I am a percussionist and composer. I mainly play drums, like I'm a drummer, but I won't consider myself a drummer in a conventional sense of it because I do love like experimenting and producing sounds and beats and, and sonic palettes. So we're going to discuss today the making of two tracks that are featuring in uh, the latest Tomaga album called Intimate Immensity. Um, the track that we're going to go through today are called uh, The Snake and um, Non Sia Mai, both an English and Italian title, as were the nationality of the members of Tomaga. That's me and Tom Rulin. This track, The Snake, is a very special one to me. Probably one of the my favourite, in fact, from the album. It has like a kind of Eastern scale, Eastern sort of uh, taste to it. And uh, reminds me of um, a, a few Egyptian ensemble and few like Eastern um, sort of uh, combos and orchestra that me and Tom uh, went to see a um, couple of years back. Um, it has that kind of vibe percussion wise, very, um, very broad. I mean, there's loads of overdubs. If you, if you pay attention to the tracks, there's a lot going on. And so we recorded like the main melody. I think it was a, like on a Mellotron. And then uh, there's loads of like, um, obviously there's like bass line, but then all the percussive sort of texture is like layered in a way there is like not just rhythm, but there's also loads of textural like metal sounds. So I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I, I, I use like a china, um, and I just hit, I just put it on the snare and just use that as, um, as a snare basically so i'm using like the metal to 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 keep the beat and then there's loads of like sort of intricate thing um just happening on top of it oh, the whole album basically intimate immensity was recorded at tom's Rilin house uh we had a, a tomaga's um studio there we used to call the bunker the bunker and uh we we just like had everything set up and uh, because it was in his house uh, we had to just record it in that kind of uh, time frame where, you know, neighborhood wouldn't necessarily be upset about us <laughs> experimenting with sounds. Um, so, yeah, this track was recorded in uh, Bethnal Green in this studio called Bunker, which was in um, in Tom's basically um, domicile. Um, software wise, um, there's always been Pro Tools for recording live music. 
and there's loads of like spring reverbs but they all are actually analog like we have like a moisturizer uh, and there's hardly any plug-in actually um it's just like probably like in post-production because the the album was like mixed with marta salogni so she just made it like like huge at the beginning of uh, at the end of the process but as far as the uh, input from me and tom is concerned is very much like just acoustic stuff <laughs> Thank you. 
The track you're gonna hear at the end of uh, this episode is called Non Sia Mai. It's the, it's the cheekiest track on the album in a way. It has that sort of like tormented sort of vibe about it. And it's like uh, exercising a curse. That's what like Non Sia Mai in Italiano means. It's like, oh, I hope this never occurs, you know, never. And... Um, This is a really interesting way of like, let's say that in the whole of the Tomaga production is less of a Tom song and more a mine because it's more like experimental in a way of like library sound. When I say that, you know, I relate it to the Italian library sound from the end of the 60s. And so it has like loads of experimentation. So we it's just like led to this like very rep- repetitive and sort of relentless uh slowish groove and then on top of it we just like just let madness prevail so the library sound and all this unsettling sort of uh, um, moods that uh, shape up in the song are um, like sort of like a really really different uh from different sources really is all sorts we we have a lot of like we're recording loads of objects metal and uh like talking to the mic or screaming and then just like chop it up and so it's like it's very heterogeneous there's not like one source really um we have like about two terabytes of stuff you know because we used to go everywhere with microphones or whatever there's a source that we thought it could be interesting we would just record it so we never ran out of like you know of madness in a way And uh, yeah, and this track, we thought it was like the right one to just like make all this weird stuff, you know, emerge. It's almost scary how much in common we had in terms of like music taste. So we never had to discuss if, if, you know, if something was wrong, we wouldn't even discuss that. We would both know that it wouldn't go feature on the album or we just like delete it immediately. So I think the the only difference between us two in terms of tasks and in terms of role within the project uh lies on just the fact that I that Tom couldn't play drums really simple as that really because I I was like in charge of all percussions and drums and he was more like the architect in terms of like assembling and like recording it and put it in the computer which is like absolutely useless like I can't do that I'm very like uh, I'm a boomer <laughs> in that sense I, i i'm just like hit stuff and just very analog and i recorded with walkman or like stuff you know on the uh, on the on the go so yeah by all means we didn't want to like we didn't think about wanted to create unsettling it was just like uh we thought um that writing a musical piece on superstition in a way was kind of on the on terms with with the the sound that we were creating at times you know and then you know sometimes you you just start creating and composing something and then you add a narrative to it because it's like it creates such a such a certain mood but um by all means we we don't want to like have any you know just um create any sort of like bad vibes or unsettling vibes it's just some sometimes life takes you to like a crazy turns you know you gotta You're gonna just like be the soundtrack of of those moments as well.